0: Living pen to this paper, lacing up my Jordans, about to get a taper. I give my barber a dab, about the Lakers, discussing other current events who's getting paid. I heard that boy sign a contract with Cody Mid. it up with OGs, you drink folks Floaty Some of them Negroes crazy, at least the homie Rick. What's up like y'all? It's your man Phillips Sharp Skills Jacobs, or just Sharp for short. Welcome to another episode of the Sharp Skills Podcast, where we are talking about how you become the solution in your everyday life. Uh, I want to thank you all for tuning in today, and uh, we're just going to get to it. Today, I wanted to talk about the power of entrepreneurship. Um, as many of you know, if you listen to previous episodes of this podcast, you know that I am doing these episodes in conjunction with the release of my upcoming book, You Are the Solution, which is going to be coming out on uh, February 28th of 2020 uh and the premise of this book is about awakening the entrepreneurial spirit within so whether you are an entrepreneur or aspiring to be an entrepreneur or maybe you don't want to be an entrepreneur but you want to learn more about uh the skill set skill sets that entrepreneurs have that you might be able to use in your day-to-day life uh i think that the the tools in this book are are for you so today again i want to talk about the power of entrepreneurship and I want to start off with a, a story about how I first experienced the the power of entrepreneurship and uh, the difference that it made in my life. Uh, so you know, I do have a, a nine to five job, a career. So I'm not a full fledged entrepreneur right now, uh, and I just want to you know make that make that fact known. I'm not you know going to sit here and act like I've gotten this all figured out, and you know I'm making uh, the the majority of my living off of, um, my entrepreneurial pursuits. But what I have done, um, and where I feel like I have a a level of expertise in, a level of expertise in is, um, starting ventures, um, through music, uh, through writing, such as, you know, the book that I'm talking about, uh, and speaking and presenting and, uh, creating brands and products, I do have experience with that, where I've been able to, uh, make enough money where those things are able to support themselves, where I'm not necessarily pulling from, uh, a, a good amount of my, uh, nine to five income to fund those things. These things are typically, you know, um, cash flowing enough where, uh, I can dump the funds that I earn from that back into those ventures. So that's the place that I speak from. Um, and i've also been exposed to quite a few entrepreneurs who have gone out taken the risk and uh you know been able to to reap the rewards um and at some point in the future you know that's uh you know even as i'm as i'm talking about this right now i'm i'm still discovering and figuring out where i want to land on the entrepreneurial landscape but uh for today i do want to talk about um a specific moment in time where Um, I was with a specific entrepreneur, um, I'm sorry, specific company, uh, and um, I was in line for for a promotion and a raise, and I remember that my manager at the time had invited me to the, the corporate office so that him and his manager could tell me about my raise and my promotion and pretty much how good I was doing and, you know, why I was getting the raise, at this point, I didn't know how much I was gonna get um you know, I just knew that I was gonna get promoted and I was gonna get a pay increase so uh, I meet long story short, I meet with my manager, he pulls me into the office with his manager, and they're just going over my list of accomplishments and uh why they feel that I deserve a raise and a promotion, which I'm fully in agreement with, like yeah, you know, tell me more and Um, but I'm, I'm also trying to get to the money. Like, tell me, tell me how much more I'm going to be making now. And so pretty much he finishes his whole, you know, congratulations speech. And then says, you're, you're, this is how much you're going to make. And he said, $2,000 extra a year. And my heart sank uh, to the floor. I, you know, I thought that it would at least be around the ballpark of at least 5,000, you know, and I'm at this time, uh, I'm a man with two small children, a wife, uh, at that time we were renting. So I had an apartment and, you know, I just, I had a lot of bills and, um, I just had responsibilities, you know, so 2000 wasn't really going to make that big of a difference. You know, I was hoping for at least 5,000, Um, and some of you might be saying like, well, 2000, that's still good. That, that gives you, you know, somewhat of a leg up. And I, I guess you're right, but just for me and what I wanted and, um, what I knew that I kind of needed and what I was expecting, especially given how hard I had worked in that, that job. Um, I was, I was thinking I was, you know, worth a little bit more than that. So, uh, he told me, yeah, the $2,000 and I kind of just had to, grin there and you know act like i was appreciative and i mean to a to a certain degree i was like i was grateful that i was getting that extra little bump in in pay and um you know title or whatnot but still there was this big reality that it was just like man um i know that i'm worth more than this and and this was the other kicker um his manager chimed in and pretty much told me that I wouldn't be in line for another promotion for about another two years. So no matter how hard I worked or, you know, the the level of effort that I put forth contribution or accomplishments that I made, I still wasn't, uh, you know, just because of workplace politics, I wasn't going to be able to get another raise for two years And to me, that just was like, wow, like that to me, that that was like just that cold bucket of water, ice water, (laughs) just telling me what what I was dealing with. So I left out of that that meeting and uh, I think maybe about five minutes later, I went and I called my wife and I was just telling her about it. And at this point, I had already started kind of working on my own ventures, like in a a very intentional targeted way where I was reaching out to colleges and universities, trying to book speaking and performing gigs. And, um, I was starting to get some traction, you know? And I remember telling my wife, like, you know what, I'm, I'm gonna just grind. Like, I'm gonna just grind and and get the, get the raise that I feel that I deserve, you know? And like I said, at that time it was around $5,000. So that same year, um, I ended up putting out my fourth album, uh, entitled on my Rebel ish uh, shameless plug. There you can go uh, listen to that on title and Spotify and all those good places. Um, but I I ended up putting out my fourth album um, out of my own pocket independently, uh, and I just I I that year was just like a great year for me in terms of just like my own um, entrepreneurial pursuits. You know I was able to book several speaking and performing engagements. And, um, I ended up making, uh, $13,000 that year, just based off of, you know, my own stuff that I was doing outside of my job. Now, again, $13,000 isn't that much in the grand scheme of things, but I mean, you compare that to a $2,000 raise and, um, the fact that I was able to do that on my own while still holding down a full-time job. Um, and just the, the pride that comes from that, like, man, knowing that if I, if I grind hard enough, you know, I can at least get 13,000, <laughs> you know, um, uh, if, if not more. So to me, that was just a very powerful, uh, situation that just showed me how, you know, amazing entrepreneurship can be, you know? And like I said, I, I still have not quit my, my day job. Um, I'm in a different uh, career path now. Uh, much, I'm not going to say much better, but it's it's uh, it's definitely more in line with who I am and the direction I want to go. Um, but, you know, I, I still have my, my nine to five, but I have these other ventures that I'm doing, you know, such as the book and the music and, um, you know, speaking and product and all of those different things. I still have all that going, uh, not to mention, you know, investments. Like, you know, the a big thing that I am really pushing for and, uh, trying to, uh, continue to build up in my, in my life and in in my family is passive income, you know, um, pretty much setting up ways that I can earn money while I'm sleeping or while I'm working my regular job that I still have these other income sources that are, that are, um, you know, coming in. And I, I have a few of those through, um, dividend, uh, paying stocks, as well as uh, my music catalog. You know, I get, music, um, eight times out of the year, uh, monthly, you know, from songs that I've written that have gotten placed in television and film. And, uh, you know, that, the, the, that money comes in and it's, you know, it's not enough again to quit my job, but it's still a nice little amount, you know, and it it adds up. So I'm just continuing to work toward that because I just want to, put you know personally I want to be in a position where I just have more options you know whether I decide to stay in in the career path working for somebody um it's always going to have to be from a place of uh where where I feel like there's a level of partnership and respect you know and knowing that if ever I needed to walk away or just if something happened you know where I couldn't work anymore where I could step away and it wouldn't adversely hurt my family, you know, or just the, the lifestyle that I'm accustomed to. So, um, I just encourage everybody out there, you know, and I know this is kind of like the era and it's kind of, you know, trendy and sexy now for, uh, folks to have side hustles. But I, I just, I really encourage folks to like stick with that, you know, and, and hopefully you find a side hustle that you're really passionate about so that you can, um, work the, the hours that are necessary to to make it thrive, and at some point, maybe that becomes your full time gig or the uh, majority of what you know. It takes care of the majority of your bills. You know, I do believe that um, there are some some great you know aspects of of being an employee. You know, where you know te- te- uh, typically your health care and maybe your four hundred one k and things like that are taken care of, and you also may not have to worry about where your next check is coming from. But also sometimes you might have to deal with some some colleagues or some bosses or just working conditions that you you don't like, you know. And so if you can put yourself in a position where some of the income that you make is generated outside of your job, um, you know, for one, uh, you know, the, the, the benefit, of course, of. Having more money coming in is great, but also where, you know, you got options. And if you ever decided to just put more effort into that side hustle, that it it could become the thing that, you know, you are able to do that, uh, again, takes care of the majority of the of your income. So, you know, and you are the solution. I talk I give tips about what it takes to, to be an entrepreneur and how you can even apply entrepreneurship in in your current career path, you know, uh, you don't necessarily have to quit your job to, uh, practice entrepreneurship. You know, there's many folks that they use the, the skills of, um, uh, of business development and sales, you know, and, um, just creative problem solving in their everyday life, which are traits of entrepreneurs that, you know, they, they practice that on a regular basis um, in, in the companies that they work for. And they have greater success because of that. And I also am a firm believer that many of the jobs that are, you know, I, I would say that most folks, thrive in, um, and even more so in the future with the rise of artificial intelligence and all that are going to be jobs that people create for themselves within their companies. You know, so I, I had that happen one time where, um, I was actually, I was living in California, but I was, um, trying to get transferred to Seattle because at that time my wife was out, um, was living out here and I was trying to, you know, uh, I had just gotten this job while I was in California and I was trying to get up to Washington to be with her and um at that time my only uh you know my oldest son and um essentially a position was created for me you know because of you know some of that was God's favor of course but also just the unique skill sets um that I had that enabled me to do that so uh going back to what I was saying originally is that you know I feel like the entrepreneurship part of even working for somebody is you being able to create your own positions and own ways of providing value that the employer may not have may not have even known that they needed, but because you're there uh they they see the value in it you know so um yeah so i just wanted to let y'all hear those thoughts and uh just man just keep keep striving you know um Don't don't become complacent in your nine to five. Even if it's comfortable, even if it's nice, even if it's working out good for you, maybe just explore some other options and some talents and abilities that you have that can kind of put you into more of that entrepreneurial boss, uh, you know, kind of captain of your own destiny type of situation. Um, Because I think, uh, you know, when you look back on your life, that's going to be some of the most fulfilling work. And money that you earn coming from from those things. So uh, wanted to leave that with y'all. And um, you know, thanks for tuning in again. This is the fourth episode, and we're gonna keep going strong, man. So uh, make sure that you share this with somebody that needs to hear it. And remember, you are the solution. Much love. Living pen to this paper, lacing up my Jordans, about to get a taper. I give my barber a how about the latest, discussing of the current events, who's getting paid. I heard that boy sign a contract with for Fodi Mid, chopped it up with OGs who drinkin' it Stick. Some of them Negroes crazy, at least the homie Rick. He say you look like money, younger, let me hold a bitch. Just laugh, man, trying to do the math, man Stacking pennies sipping and there for the gas tank It's like 90 bucks just to fill the Monte Carlo I cut them credit cards up cause I hate to borrow Vision to be the lender Latino homies see my scrapes trying to fix the fender But my budget's on the diet and it's getting slimmer I tell myself I'll fix it up before we get to winter But well, probably not Ayy uh. I need Al Green to help me sing that. Pitch a Marvin Gaye in a clean lap. Solar BB King on the King's track. One of the joints where you lean back. back. I'm thankful for my job even though I hate it I can't quit though cause I gotta feed my baby Sometimes I treat my lady to that nice restaurant with the fancy gravy Those times emancipate me and that makes it worth it We got love still even though we fall from perfect Can't depart from purpose When we depart, I'm nervous even those marks that hurt us Can't approve the good seed put beneath our surface Honor my black queen Got a sweet soul, even when she act mean. Sometimes we bump heads back acne. But superstars learn to play through a bad knee. Use a bad beat, Queen of the beehive That's no female dog because she stings guys. Tryna get her king's prize. Royal you're leaving in her sleep, best king size. That's why the mother chicks hate when your ring rise. Ah. Ah. I need Al Green to help us sing that. Pitch a Marvin Gaye in a clean lap. let me BB King on the King's track. Uh, one of them joints where you lean back. back, back, back. I'm a man of desperation.